Hey guys, welcome to the Men of Iron podcast. And if you've been uh, following along for the last several weeks, we've been really focused in on this topic of really changing culture um, with courage, right? And and talking about how do we as men, how do we as mentors, how do we as proteges actually take part in restoring masculinity in this world that we're living in today. And we've been looking at the life of Moses and a few accounts in scripture. And we started this whole series out, right? Talking through the cycles that we go through as men in relationship with God, where God, number one, in that first part of the cycle, he often calls us. There's God's calling. He calls us to do something unique uh, for his glory. And naturally, our flesh, the way that we respond is with doubt, with reluctance. And that kind of goes into the second part of that cycle. And then because of God's grace, because of how good he is and faithful to us he is, that often transpires and transitions to eventually obedience. So we've got God's calling, we've got man's doubt, and then that moves into man's obedience, which ultimately leads to one of the coolest things that we have a hard time wrapping our head around, but when it happens, it's unbelievable, and that is the supernatural of God. God's supernatural starts to transpire in our lives and in the lives of those around us and in our culture. And the result is that, you know, masculinity starts to get lived out. Like we start living masculinity out. We start to change the culture around us with courage. And we, we opened up this whole thing with Exodus chapter 17, verses 5 and 6, where we actually see... Moses get out front and we had a a particular podcast that talked about how when we get out front we need to be battle ready we need to mentor the next generation we need to delegate to empower that moved into uh, another uh, podcast there that we talked about last week which was embracing mentorship and we we discussed how we can't battle alone right and we need to heed counsel and we need to build the right team of capable men, God-fearing men, trustworthy men, men who hate dishonest gain. And now today, what we're going to focus on is this final piece, which is acting. Actually, like, what does it look like to move as men so that God's supernatural can transpire? I love this piece because you might be thinking, oh yeah, I know where this is going. This is just about, you know, doing more, doing more, being more, whatever it might be. But it's, we're going to take a different approach to this based on Moses's model of how he lives out masculinity, how he changes the culture around him with courage. And the first part that I think of acting as men and starting to restore masculinity is actually writing a plan, like writing out the plan. And I I love chapter 17 in Exodus and verse 14. It says this, Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this on a scroll as something to be remembered. And then he says, And make sure that Joshua hears it. So this is the first piece that I really do believe, and, and we at Men of Iron believe is critical before we act as men and before we start to pursue the things that God has for us, we need to write the plan. And not only do we need to write the plan, but we need to share that with those around us. Very practically speaking, I keep a journal and in that journal every day, I, I might uh, make notes about my, my time in the word that morning. I might journal my prayers a little bit. 
occasionally every 90 days, I'll go out and kind of reestablish some goals and some action items in my five F's. But I know that at some point when I'm dead and gone and into the eternal, uh, my kids, my grandkids, maybe my great grandkids are going to access my journals and they're going to see the things that their father, their grandfather, their great grandfather, what he was thinking, how he was interacting with God, how the, the plans that he was putting down on paper. And so if you're considering taking part in restoring masculinity and changing a culture with courage, just know it's hard to act. It's hard to be accountable until a plan is on paper. And Moses was instructed by God to write this on a scroll as something to be remembered. And so guys, it's our duty. It's our responsibility as men to get things on paper and to share that with others. For Moses, he had to share this with Joshua. And it was going to be Joshua who would share this with the generations to come. And so I want to encourage all of us when it comes to acting, write out that plan, share that plan with someone and have it be in a format or a journal or whatever it might be so that others beyond your time here on earth can grab it and see who was this man that was leading our family at one point. So that's number one. Number two, I believe and when we act and when we, we choose to step up to the plate with action, we've got to be willing to embrace God's audibles. I'm going to skip ahead here a little bit to Exodus chapter 19, verses 20 through 25. It says this, The Lord descended to the top of Mount Sinai and called Moses to the top of the mountain. So Moses went up and the Lord said to him, Go down and warn the people so that they do not force their way through to see the Lord and many of them perish. Even the priest who approach the Lord must consecrate themselves or the Lord will break out against them. Verse 23, Moses said to the Lord, the people cannot come up Mount Sinai because you yourself warned us. You put limits around the mountain and set it apart as holy. The Lord replied, go down and bring Aaron up with you. But the priests and the people must not force their way through to come up to the Lord or he will break out against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them, now here, why don't I bring this up? Can you imagine being Moses for a moment? The Lord calls you to the top of Mount Sinai. He says, go back down. <laughs> your, your people are not going to do what they want to do. And Moses is up there. He's saying, listen, they, they can't come up here. And the Lord tells him again, go down and now bring Aaron up with you. And I know maybe I'm, I'm maybe taking things out of context a little bit, but the, the lesson I had here and some notes I had in my Bible is, Moses had to be open to God's audibles. More than likely, we, when we get direction from the Lord, we start moving and we start to maybe make up in our own mind how things are going to play out and what things are going to look like and what people are going to be involved and what the outcome is going to look like. But Moses goes to the top of the mountain, probably with some full expectations of how things are going to play out. And God gives him different instructions. He says, no, now you've come up here, I need you to go back down. And as men in God's kingdom, as men who are trying to restore masculinity, we're trying to change the culture with courage around us, we have to be willing to be obedient to God's audibles. They might not always make sense. And we have to be very careful on how we put our expectations on God's will. Because many times, I know many of you can probably relate to this, but we, in our mind, we get it made up around how this is going to look and how this is going to play out. 
And if we're really honest, more often times than not, the way it plays out is very different from the way that we anticipated it to play out. So number one, write a plan. Number two, be willing to embrace God's audibles when we're acting. Number three, and and probably one of the most important thing, and that is to pursue God's presence, to pursue the presence of the Holy Spirit. Again, I want to skip ahead here in chapter 24, and I'm going to focus in on verses 15 and 18. We're going to kind of skip around here for this particular point of pursuing God's presence. But I want to start in verse 15 here to 18. It says, When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went up on the mountain, and he stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. He was up there for six days, guys, before God even spoke to him. He was pursuing God's presence. And then when God finally showed up, he stays for another 40 days and 40 nights. He was a leader of all leaders. He probably had much to do, yet he was disciplined enough to retreat to solitude, to retreat to God's presence so that he could hear from God. So that he himself could experience the presence so that he would look different coming down off of that mountain. This is so crucial as we begin to act, guys. If we are not disciplined in pursuing God and his presence, I just don't know where our strength comes from to sustain. And I want to look real quickly at verse uh, 5 in chapter 18 where it says Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, together with Moses' sons and wife, came to him in the desert where he was camped near the mountain. Now, you might say, well, Garrett, what relevance does this have? The bottom line is that we see several accounts where Moses is intentionally putting himself close to God's presence. You can look at chapter 19, verse 2. It says this, after they set out, they entered the desert of Sinai and Israel camped there in the desert in front of the mountain. Again, close to God's presence. We see this again in chapter 33 and verses 15 and 16. But again, I don't want to hammer this too hard. But the bottom line is that if we want to be part of acting effectively, and we want to be part of restoring masculinity and changing the culture around us with courage, we cannot do that in our own strength. Rather, we need to first write that plan, be willing to embrace God's audibles, and we need to pursue God's presence. And I know that that is a very broad topic. It's how do I do that? What does that look like? I think for right now, I'm going to just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you individually and to convict those that need to be convicted and to encourage those that need to be encouraged. But we need to make time for our relationship with Christ to pursue him and his presence. That might look like putting on some worship music. That might mean turning the radio off while you're in the truck. That might mean going away and being in in the wilderness for a while. But the bottom line is we are ineffective unless we are pursuing God's presence. And then lastly, this last point today, if we want to act, we need to make sure that our actions are glorifying God, that that is the motivation. 
In verse 17, verse 15, it says, Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is my banner. He said, For hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord, and the Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. You see, Moses built an altar to be remembered. He built an altar to glorify God in that moment so that he would say, This wasn't my work. This was the Lord's. So gentlemen, when it comes to acting, when it comes to actually effectively restoring masculinity and changing culture with courage, I want to encourage all of us, write out that plan. Share that with somebody. Be willing to embrace God's audibles. He's going to maybe throw a curveball your way. It's going to go the way that maybe you didn't anticipate. Pursue his presence and make sure that your actions, that your pursuit of these actions, that your true intent is to glorify God and everything that he has done for you. We'll talk to you guys next time.